You're listening to the Your Queer Story podcast, the podcast that inspires peace, love, and radicalism, led by your favorite hosts, Evan Jones and Paul Hobbs. Trigger warning. Our content covers centuries of LGBTQ plus stories, and occasionally we may use outdated language or cover topics that include violence, assault, homophobia, transphobia, as well as other injustices against marginalized communities. Make sure you subscribe and review wherever you are listening, and be sure to follow us on all social media at Your Queer Story. And if you want exclusive content, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash yourqueerstory. You're here, now let's get queer. Lesbos, homos, sodomites, everyone in between, who no matter what you identify as, straight, bisexual, I don't care, pansexual, queer gender, momsexual, I don't know if that's a thing, I'm sure it is. I mean, I guess it's a thing, I think it's called a MILF. Yeah, there you go, DILF, whoever you are, bear, mother, (laughs) cat, whoever's listening, I I don't care, you're listening, that's what matters. All we care is that you're hitting that download button. (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's like that nice little five star if you want to give that to us. That's right. That's what we care about. And we care that you're learning and spreading queer The queer agenda. Queer agenda. Spread that agenda. Spread it wide. Spread it thick. Thick. um, Yeah. Mm, Get that thick spread. And thick. Would you rather um, your partner have like thick, creamy cum or more of like a runny cum? No, not runny. Runny is nasty. Because at least it comes easy to clean. Like, it's in, like, one oh, or two spots. Just, like, but if it's runny, it's just everywhere. It's and like it's snot. dripping. Yeah, no. Mm. Not, like, thick, thick. Not, like, mayonnaise thick. But, like... <laughs> we need to, now you have, like, a whole spectrum a of spectrum. how thick it can be. Yeah. It gets some... It depends. It can be, like, everybody's... Like, even, mm. like, one person semen will uh-huh. be different textures it's not always well, i get that i know thing. that it depends on if you're i have hydrated. been around semen okay i have had some semen i know in my life you were on a boat <laughs> and you're around some semen <laughs> wow that is a dad joke and it has no place on this podcast okay we can do that in 10 years whenever we have kids or i have kids and you have uh, cats. 10 cats at that point <laughs> Then we can do the dad jokes, but not until then. Yeah, no, not runny. Like that, no, 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 not runny. Like no. in between is good. A nice, a nice mid texture, a good consistency, almost like hair paste. No, Maybe? no, that's too thick. That's like sticky. Well, it depends on how how thick is your it hair paste. It needs to be okay. So it should not be fully like the color of milk. It should be uh-huh. a little clear, mm. like right in between. Now my stomach's turning. My stomach's turning. Oh, I just... Oof. The more the better. Oof. All right, so... If it's like a volcano... Mm. Yeah? All right. We Why do stop. you want more? Because <laughs> it's fun. It's not fun. It's all over everywhere, and you have to do something with it. It's just... It's just It's awful. fun for like 10 seconds, and then immediately you're like, no. I feel no, like no. I would be 10% more attracted to men if they didn't have semen. Really? Yeah. No. It's like it's no. like one of my biggest turnoffs. 
you know. And then I feel weird because, like, if I, if I like, which it has, it's been a while, but if like, I sucked a guy off or I gave him a hand job, and then when it gets close to the end, you I start run. getting anxiety. <laughs> no, I would start getting anxiety because I was like, oh, now there's going to be this everywhere. So then I would just get up and leave or... <laughs> that's the then, worst. I know, and that's really you, awful to do to a person, but I just didn't want... I don't want the You're the worst, you're the worst person. You're like, oh, you're... Okay. I well, I know you're almost there. Person. I'm going to leave. You I was yourself. the worst person. I was like, here, well, I'm going to give you a few moments alone so you can wrap this <laughs> up. Here's the towel. Uh, do not get anything on anything. Here's a moist towelette. <laughs> exactly. I'll be back in a few moments. No, I know. I realized I was the worst person. I was. But you know what? You know what? You were still my best friend. So I was. I never judged you. Thank you. Much. You you judged me. That's okay. I judged you. That's what best friends do. Uh, they judge the you other. You know what? The judgment helps you grow. Mm-hmm. By judging each other, you help your best friend grow. That's right. Well, you judge them, but that doesn't mean you're going to stop being friends. It doesn't mean you're going to be less friends. It doesn't mean you're not going to still accept them, but judge them. You know what my favorite part of our relationship has been? What? The fact that in our entire relationship, you've been actually mad at me like three times. Yeah. And of those three times... Every time, I just pretended like you weren't That's mad true. at me. That's true. And I just kept, I was like, so what are we doing today? And you wouldn't answer me. And I'd be like, okay, well, this is what Super we're going to have for dinner. And I'd sit down and I'd like eat sitting next to you mm-hmm. as you're angry and just pretend yep. like you weren't mad. This is very hard to do. One, The one time that I really remember like truly being mad at Paul was when he decided he was going to scare me one night. And I don't like being scared. And I don't mean like, oh, I don't like being scared. No, I don't like it. I don't watch you scary movies. You whipped a Gatorade bottle at my head. And I would do it again. <laughs> I would whip three Gatorade bottles at your head. I don't like being scared. I don't find it amusing. I don't find it fun. I don't find it thrilling or exhilarating. I don't like it. I avoid it at all costs. You know what? It was really funny until you almost punched a hole through the wall and the door and almost ripped the door off and almost jumped <laughs> off the balcony. <laughs> But before that, it was really funny. But I'm not dramatic at all. I'm going to throw myself off this balcony since you scared me. That'll teach you all. <laughs> I was really mad, though. I was. I even wrote a passive-aggressive post on Facebook. That's how mad did I you? was. I did. Oh, I probably ignored it. Oh, I, probably actually, liked, probably, I probably liked it. You probably, like, you probably had no idea that it was even about you. I commented. Like, wow, what's that wow. about? <laughs> I, I like, commented on it. Wow, I can't believe that person. How Oh, my God. Exactly, right? That would be some shit that you would and do. And then like, I like it. Yeah. Or a ha Who does this? <laughs> no. Although, I will tell you this. If you don't get your shit for my wedding, I am genuinely going to be mad about you, about it, and you are not going to be No, you have to help it. me, because if you don't help me, I'm not... Like, I'm going to help you, okay, Paul. Jesus, I've been telling you I'm for not, months. I'm never on top of things. I, this is real this, life. I'm getting married once, twice technically, but once since you've known me. <laughs> I am the worst... Listen... I am the worst person at being on top of something. Mm-mm. I need to con- like if that's my- not what your boyfriend says. You know what? <laughs> I'm the worst at being on top of things that need, need to, be done. <laughs> to be done. Yes, like if somebody's like, "Hey, the world's gonna end if you don't send this message by 3 p.m." It'll be like 3:05, and I'll be like, "Well, fuck, I fucked up." We're I look outside, everything's dying. done. Like, I, yep. if I'm not like, if my phone's not like, "Ding, do this." Guess what? It's not going to happen. It just won't happen. I'm going to be up your ass. So and I you hope need... I don't get lost in that thing. You're, it's gone. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. That's Good all luck. I got to say. <laughs> all right. Um, we're actually doing a podcast today. It's been six minutes of us rambling about... You know what? That's what you're here shit. for. 
Yeah, that's what they want to hear. Actually, today is a much more a light, fun episode. At least it's fun for me because I love Bible stories. Let me tell you, the Bible stories that we cover, like uh, when we covered David and Jonathan, mm-hmm. it's basically Evan educating me on all the crazy shit that he was actually taught. Yeah. And me just being like, are you stupid? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty like, much. You actually believe? Like, what? <laughs> That's true. I so. will say that I believed in... What? I, you never believed in Santa Claus, did you? No, I didn't, no. So, tweet us. When did you learn that Santa Claus wasn't real? Mm. You know when I learned when Santa Claus wasn't real? I already told you, but I'm going to tell everybody else. Mm, good. One year, my mom decided that Santa Claus and my mom were both going to share the same kind of wrapping paper. And mm-hmm. I was like, eight years old, nine years old, and I was like, mm-hmm. mom... Why does Santa Claus have the same exact wrapping paper as you? And then you found... I think you actually did tell our, our, our listeners well, that story. Well, let me tell you guys something. <laughs> I drink when we do this podcast, so I... So he, has, <laughs> he has no idea what he said in the past. <laughs> I listened to it afterwards, and I'm like, wow, you're this funny. This is the second time you have drug your mother's name through the, the mud because she had the same... Maybe her and Santa Claus just shop at the same places. They shop. You ever think of that? They shop at the same Walmart in Indiana? Yeah. It's cheap there. <laughs> Santa Claus is getting all his guns in Indiana. He's got to make a pit stop so he can keep the North Poles. Well, he does have to drive through safe. Chicago. So when he's flying over exactly. Chicago, he's like, all right, Rudolph, you got that fucking... He's make sure doing you're, what... Yeah. You know what? He's got Rudolph's nose as like a laser pointer. He's just making sure no, that it's just, just ready. It just opens up and it just be a machine gun. <laughs> no, he's doing what every other person does. You're on your way to Chicago, so you stop in Indiana and you get a gun and you bring it to Chicago and they're like, wow, they have all these guns in Chicago. I wonder where they got all these guns. It must be that they're just shitting them out their ass. Where the fuck do you think they're getting the guns? It's fucking half hour to Indiana. You just... Jump right over the border. I'm just, pretty sure you can go to Walmart in Indiana and buy like a legit you gun. You can go. You can. You can get whatever the fuck you want there. And people are like, I... Do you remember 4th of July in Indiana? Oh, people God. literally like, okay, <laughs> wherever you're listening, listen to this. The laws in Indiana, like Indiana just doesn't give a fuck. I remember... They, unless you're gay. Then they really give yeah, a fuck. Then they give a fuck. <laughs> but I remember in Indiana, like every year in school, they'd be like, all right, people, you, when you're lighting your fireworks this year, make sure you blah, blah. Like there was a whole lecture because they would yeah. sell like grenades in yep. Indiana for 4th of July. Like yeah. literally you could blow a hole in the street on the yeah. 4th of July. There's like, no rules. Whatever you want to buy, fuck it. You can buy whatever you want. As long as it's not a dildo for a gay man. Which isn't it. It's funny though. It's true. There's like, there's just like practically no laws on anything except for real strict laws about queer people which I mean less now Indiana got boycotted by major corporations because (laughs) Because fucking Mike Pence Vice President Mike Pence Mm -hmm. which at the time was in Indiana was like you know what I'm gonna pass this law that says if they're gay you can do whatever you want to them you can discriminate them I don't care you can deny and them then housing. Guess, you can literally, kick them everybody was like, "No, we're not going yeah. to Indiana." He ever. was the first one that did it before um, before North Carolina did it. Like he was going to do it before, and it was a bad idea. And surprisingly, North Carolina was like, "I think we can make this work, guys." <laughs> and you know what? To their credit, they've been trying to make it work. I mean, they've been having sponsorships pulled left and right. Who knows how much money they're hemorrhaging? But they're they're whole, sticking fast to their guns. So good for you guys. You won, I guess. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what, what you're benefiting from that. For like 10 more years. For yeah. like two more. Two, two more, more years. years. Yeah, two more years. So anyways, um, yeah. So today, all I say, today we're um, we're going back to Sunday school. We're going to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. My favorite. Yeah. So you probably hear us reference it all the time because we do. Either we talk about Sodomites, talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. I think. Or we just talk about anal. 
Well, that's that's true too. <laughs> um, I think in like our second or third episode, I talked about Sodom and Gomorrah, and it was like a real quick rundown. But that was that was way back when. That was before we were good. That's yeah, exactly. Before we had all this experience, and you know what? We're still using the same microphone, so <laughs> <laughs> we still got our same little setup with our one table and our one microphone. Um, we have two tables stacked on top of each other. I'll have mm, you know. Yes, because we are advanced and fancy. But yeah, but our our audio is better than that oh, episode. Yeah. It's I, we've we've learned. Yeah. We've learned. If we've you grown. think our audio is bad now, go listen to episodes one, two, and three. Okay, <laughs> and then you come back and tell me about our audio <laughs> or episode five, where you can hear me just. <laughs> so I will say, in the latest one of the latest episodes, you, you hear me. Hear, yeah. No, you oh, hear yeah. me eating in the background. I'm eating my pizza, <laughs> and you just hear like. Oh, no. I Yes, yes. Because you decide you're going to stuff a whole pizza in your face while we're fucking recording a hot I'm podcast. Hungry. Bitch, do it before we get here. Right. Before I get here. I didn't have time. I'm a busy person. Mm-hmm. I'm a busy person. And now I'm like chewing on passion fruit seeds. So sorry. Okay. All right, guys. So Sodom and Gomorrah. So a couple things. So I'm going to tell you the story. And then we'll talk about um, like some of the ramifications. And then, of course, now like I'm, I just... I just can't. I don't like either of it. I don't like the people that interpret the Bible literally, and I don't like the people that take obvious things and pretend that that's, the Bible doesn't say what it says. And I hate people who pick and choose. Oh, when like, I really hate that. Well, I know that I wore pants. <laughs> Let the pants thing go. <laughs> and, and I know that my brother also had premarital sex. Mm-hmm. And I know that my other brother is a convict. <laughs> This asshole. But mm-hmm. you're living your true life, and that's just a that's a sin. That's but a that's, sin. That's the worst sin. And I just threw Evan's entire family under the bus. Thank you, thank you so much for exposing all my family history. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, you know we threw my dad under the bus. That's the true. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. Um, yeah. Where was I going before that? Before you... Oh, yeah. People... No, because here's my thing. Because as much as I hate people that interpret the Bible literally, I also hate when the Bible is pretty clear about something. Like, the Bible is like... uh, The Bible condones slavery. Like, very openly gives slave masters a manual on how to treat their slaves. And people that will be like, well, you know, in the context, that's not really what they meant. What they meant was um, if you hire people to work for you and you treat them really well, this is what you should do. And that's not what it means, motherfuckers. The Bible was contoning slavery. I'm sorry that you've decided to put your faith behind a book that condones slavery, sexism, rape, murder, uh, incest, a litany of other things. I'm sorry, but that's just what it is. That's Mm -hmm. what happens when you find a book that's fucking 4,000 years old written by sheep herders. It's not going to have great material. So, um, and these sheep herders probably didn't get a good education. I'm just going to, I'm just going (laughs) to assume. Just guess. Just guess. But you know what? These scientists don't know what they're talking about. Oh no, definitely not. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, there's there's good, well-intentioned Christians today that are trying to spin the Bible to be like, look, Sodom and Gomorrah, American American Idol, right? Well, yeah, but that's not that's not what that is. But there is there is a um a kid that grew up in the IFB, um, uh, Jeremiah. I can't think of Jeremiah's last name. (laughs) I know his boyfriend. Anyways, Um, there's good queer Christian representation. There is. We're not. We're not attacking queer people of faith. My only. My only point is that like. Don't say the Bible says something that doesn't. Like the Bible can like condemns homosexuality. I, I wish it didn't, but it fucking does. And it'd be like that's not the real interpretation. That's not what they meant to say. 
Fuck yes, it is. Because it's a fucking book. It's a book written by people. You can still have faith. You can still believe in a God. You can still be a crap practicing Christian if you want. But you can't change what your book is. Or you can change your book, but if you're going to use the Bible, you can't. It is what it is. So, anyway, that's why we brought you to the Church of Christianity. That's right. That we we made this whole um religion for you guys. Yeah, this podcast is your new Bible. Congratulations! Open it up, study, spread it wide. So the story of God of Sodom and Gomorrah can be found in. Genesis, the first book of the Bible. I'll read a couple verses and then I'll kind of explain. So the first of all, the backdrop to all of this. So you guys know Abraham. Have you heard of Abraham? Abraham Lincoln, president? You never heard Abraham, Abraham, Isaac. Is he the one who Jacob. killed his brother? Um, that's Cain. No, that's Cain. I don't. I. Okay, to be fair, Evan <laughs> knows the Bible left. Like, he, you could say anything from the Bible. He would be like, that's from this story, this number, this page. I'm not that good, but I know it well. And then me, on the other hand, I have... <laughs> I tried nothing. to read the Bible one time to be a good child, and I opened it, and then I decided I want to start a fire outside, so I tried to use it as a fire starter. Did yeah. you know they coat the Bible in, like, anti-fire material? I, I could no. not get those pages to light on fire. I tried. <laughs> I was trying. I took it inside. I put it on our gas mm-hmm. stove. This is yeah. before you moved in. Uh-huh. And I tried to light it on fire, and it would not go. So then I just threw it on the bottom. I poured gasoline on it, and it went up in flames. But I could not <laughs> get it to light on fire. Well, that was Jesus protecting its word. Did you hear about there's, like, a church that burned down? And I think some people died, but the entire church burned down, and the only thing that didn't burn were the Bibles. And people are like, it's a miracle. No, they All the co- Bibles they didn't burn. They coat that shit. Exactly. And also, how, what the fuck is God doing that he's burning down a whole church and not the Bibles? We can print another Bible. We can get a Bible from the goddamn Dollar Tree. Are you going to burn down the whole church? Is he... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, oh, good, we have these Bibles here. You know what? Get a fire extinguisher. Keep a Bible in hand to beat the fire with. That's, just <laughs> that's not true. Catch and play. Just, boom, that's boom, true. Boom. If you need to protect yourself from fire, you should have a Bible. Wrap yourself in the Bible verses. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the story in the Bible goes, starts with Abraham. So Abraham is God's chosen. Or he's he's. Been I thought chosen. that was Moses. That, that's later. That's so later. he gets to pick all these people. Yeah, he's fucking God. He gets to do this. Why shit. wasn't I chosen? Bitch, you know why you weren't chosen because you're a sodomite. <laughs> I was chosen by Satan. <laughs> that's right. Um, so the intellectual. So Abraham was first chosen by God to like father his people, the chosen people, the Israelites, known today as the Jews. I feel like okay? I'm at school. I'm like sitting. I'm like, oh, you're super excited. So anyway, so Abraham goes out into the wilderness. Wait, did you say the Jews? Yes, he, the Israelites become the Jews. Yes, but I thought the Christians hated the Jews. They do. That's whole later. That's I later. don't wait. I'm really confused. Why are we okay. learning about Jews? If the... <sighs> okay, so this makes no sense. Well, this is. Me. I'm going so far back. I'm having to explain. Okay, so here's how it. So the Bible, the first half of the Bible, the Old Testament, that that Jews and Christians agree. This is what happened. We all agree on this. This all happened. Okay, and the whole first part of the Bible is telling us the history of the world, so-called, and it's explaining that the Messiah is going to come. Okay, so the Jews, Christian, Christians, they're one. Exactly, the Messiah is going to come so hard. And it's right in between the milk color and the cream Exactly, color. the perfect consistency. And so, anyways, um, so what happens is in the New, per- New Testament, Jesus comes to earth. And Jesus comes and he's like, hey, everybody. What's up? I'm the Messiah. I have come. 
and everywhere. All I have come me. everywhere, and I'm going to save you all. And the Jews were like, "Sorry, but we've been waiting for two thousand years, four thousand years, and we're going to wait longer because we don't believe that you're the Messiah." Okay. And this other group of people who were following Jesus, the followers of Jesus, were like, "Um, fuck you guys. This is totally the Messiah. He is here. We have entered into a new age, a new." testament and the jews are like christians will believe anything well well these yeah well yeah but these were they were the same people it's just like some of the jews and the gentiles so the wait people, were they all jews but like they no split? some were some were jews some were gentiles so when gentiles the fuck the is pe- a gentile? people who aren't jews you you're a gentile i'm a gentile so if okay. you're not jewish you're a gentile Exactly. If you're not Jewish, you're Gentile, according to the Bible. Okay. Okay, so Gentiles. So they were the people, and they were, so the Gentiles had kind of been, like, the Jews were going around like, we're God's chosen people. We're God's chosen people. We're so fucking special. Look at how special we are. are. The Jews. The Jews, for 4,000 years. I'm not following. Jesus Christ. (laughs) For 4,000 years, the Jews are going around saying, hey, look at how fucking special we are. We're God's chosen people. And all the Gentiles were like, oh, I wish we were God's chosen people. When Jesus comes, Jesus is like, hey, Gentiles. You can, I'll choose you too. And Jesus was born to Mary, mm-hmm. who actually had unmarried sex. But uh, she wanted she, to pretend that Mary she Mary was fucked by God, and she had no, Jesus. she was fucked by the town. <laughs> and then she told them all, I don't know what happened, everybody. <laughs> the truth I, is, she had her I beard. can't figure out who the father is, <laughs> so we're just going to say it's God and call it a day. And, every, and then everybody was like, you know what? We want to be just as equal to the Jews. So exactly, this is the this so is the, the whole thing. So Jesus was like, he was extending grace to the Gentiles, which no one had ever done before. So that's why the Gentiles were all like, hey, we like Jesus. We think he's the Messiah. And a couple mm-hmm. of Jews were like, we like Jesus. We think he's the Messiah. The Messiah too. You but said most a couple of the Jews, said? a couple of the Jews. But most of the Jews were like, no, this is not the Messiah. Absolutely not. We won't believe this. And that's where they split. And that's how you have the Christians, the followers of Christ. And the Jews, who are still sitting so, around waiting for their Messiah. So it was the Jews, and then basically all Gentiles turned into Christians. Basi- like well, in this story. yeah, anybody who followed Christ. In this story. Yeah, but that's that's way later. Because okay. this story, we're still... You have to tell the story of the Jews before you can get to the Christians. Because the so cr- the Jews are the without, real originals. The Christians are imposters. Exactly. The, the Jews are the OG, okay? That is, without the Jews, you do not have the Christians, Okay. okay? Hey Queerstians, thanks for listening to today's episode of Your Queer Story. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with your free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I love Audible. I have had my subscription for over two years and it is worth every single penny. I listen to it all the time. I hate to read, but I love listening to things while I work. Audible gives me the opportunity to listen to the best-selling books, while I'm at my computer or driving and makes the day fly by. And the best part is that Audible offers a wide variety of queer-friendly books as well. So you can listen to anything from The Queer History of the United States by Michael Bronski to over 200 LGBTQ fantasy novels. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com queer. Again, that's audibletrial.com queer for your free audiobook. <sighs> So you have a lot of work to do here. I so I'm just let you know. we haven't even come close to the story yet. So the father of the Jews and essentially the Christians, respected by both groups, is Abraham, who God came to and said, "Abraham, father my nation." Okay. So why then wasn't Abraham the Jesus? Because that Messiah is different. Abraham just got the ball rolling. Someone had to have the babies so that we could have a nation. So Abraham so that we could find. Mary. 
to, no. to make a pretend Abraham Jesus. and Mary are in two totally different things. Paul... Were they in the same time period? No. Okay. Abraham is 4,000 years before Mary. Abraham, 6,000 years ago. <laughs> Mary, 2,000 years ago. Okay? Mm-hmm. 6,000 years ago. Wait. Mary was in... Mary was from the year 19? No. She was 2,000 years ago. It's 2019. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, well... 2019 years ago because the this calendar the 2000 calendar starts with jesus paul our listeners are never going to get to hear the story of sodom and gomorrah you have to let some questions go i need to know what we're talking about i'm trying to explain you need to know there's a we haven't even got to lot he's who the whole fucking story is about okay go abraham he is the father of the israelites okay he's god's chosen guy he's in the desert he has a nephew named lot Lot sent out to, to, he was sent there to live with his uncle Abraham, okay? Okay. Now, Abraham's a really successful cattle farmer, all right? To put it in. So he's God's chosen person. He's a fucking cattle farmer? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Living fuck. in a desert. Yeah, mm. God's real good to his own. Uh, <laughs> cattle farmer in a desert? What the fuck does cattle eat? Huh? Dirt? I don't know. That's just what Sand? they Well, this, this, we say the desert. It's the desert today. Back then, it was supposedly like a metropolis. Mm. You know? It was like Jesus is white. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So it's a, it's a very fertile area. He had grass. So what happens? So Lot wants to be like his uncle. He decides, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be a cattle farmer. But the problem is they're both becoming so um, so successful that they don't have room where they're at. So Abraham's like, look, Lot, um, we got to split up. We got to go our separate ways. Listen, I know I'm God's chosen person, and I should have all the power in the world, and all like I should be set, but... <laughs> My cattle don't have enough fucking <laughs> sand to eat, so I'm gonna need you to move on. That's exactly what happened. So he, but he gives Lot because Abraham's such a good guy. He gives Lot the choice. He's like, Lot, look, you can choose where you want to go. You want to you wherever you want to go, you can go. <laughs> just get the fuck I'll out. The, I, you know, it's he's like, like you, you want, listen. He's like, you just turned eighteen. I know you don't have a job. Get the fuck out of my house and take your cattle with you <laughs> no he's like look you want to go wherever you want to go you want to go to the east i'll go to the west you want to go to the west i'll go to the east and lot goes and he finds the greenest pasture he's like um i'm gonna take the greenest pasture and he goes over towards the cities of sodom and gomorrah mm-hmm. okay and abraham he goes out you know to where the middle of bumfuck nowhere all right so as a lot's thriving he gets sucked in by the city of sodom you know, I mean, how do you know? It's the influence, right? Exactly. You see all the booties. Yeah, you gotta go. He's sitting there every day. He's watching these people have fun. They're enjoying themselves, and he just keeps inching closer and closer to the city. And before you know it, he's in the city. He's a part of the city. He's an esteemed member of the he's city got the of cattle Sodom. Walking around the city, they're just out there grazing. He's got an uh, uh, he's got himself a nice condominium. Oh, like a hot penthouse suite overlooking a real Trump Tower in the city of Sodom. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He he's Do doing, cattle go for that much? Like I guess. I don't know. This is this is just this is what the Bible says, okay? All right. I'm not I'm not even reading those verses. They're, they're, but you can go check it out in Genesis uh seventeen and eighteen. You can check out the beginning of the story of, of uh Lot. So, anyways, so the problem is Sodom and Gomorrah are very wicked cities. And we don't know why. Well, we know why later. But the, the, it doesn't say much why. God just just like, they're wicked. And he tells Abraham, you better be careful because your nephew, uh, he's starting to get into some shit. And it's not going to go well for him. And Abraham's like, I don't know what to do. Bring him back to the desert. Yeah, bring him back to the desert. 
his cat, his cattle need to start eating some sand because they're getting way too full on that nice lush green grass. So there's a whole story about that. I'm not gonna get into that story. I just I had lot, to explain. You know, I just picture a lot. He's got like two guys sitting next to him, like <laughs> a little cocktail. He's in there smoking a blunt. That probably was his <laughs> life. For real, that probably was his life. So so Abraham so God tells Abraham, he's like, I'm so fucking fed up with the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, I'm gonna destroy them. I'm gonna wipe them off the face of the earth. And Abraham's like, No God. Don't do it. And God's like, no, Abraham, you know me. I like to destroy shit. Remember that whole flood I did? I killed everyone except for (laughs) one man and all the animals and his daughters. So his daughter and him are like technically the parents of everyone. Well, he had his wife. He had his, 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 it was Noah, his wife, his three sons and their wives. But one of the, the one of the sons fucked your dad anyways. You should be looking for like a scholarship or something because technically you're descended from Noah. Or one of his, well, even if you're descended from a Shelby, you're still descended from Noah. Well, so. yes, of course. We Where's all my scholarship that. at, bitch? I don't know. You have to tr- prove that you're more than one, one sixty fourth, <laughs> and one one thousandth, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, so where was I at? Okay, yeah. So God, Abraham's begging God, God, don't destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and God's like, I'm gonna fucking destroy this shit, and God, and Abraham's like, but my nephew's there, and. And so they start bargaining, and you can find this in the story in Genesis 18, where Abraham's like, "Look, like, what if there's a thousand righteous people in the city? Will you spare the city?" And, and God's like, "All right." And he looks, and he's like, "There's not a thousand people." And Abraham's like, "All right, what if there's like 500 righteous people in the city? Will you spare?" It? And God's like, "Yeah." And there's not 500 people. And finally, gets out, and Abraham's like, "What if there's 10 righteous people in the city?" And God's like, "Okay." And there's not even ten righteous people because the- they're all smoking weed. And <laughs> they're all smoking weed and doing anal. Exactly. So God's like, "I'm sorry, Abraham, but I gotta destroy the city." And Abraham's like, "At least, like, try to spare my nephew." So God's like, "Okay, I'm gonna send two angels." So here's where we pick up the story, and I'll have Paul read from Genesis 19:1 through I wherever I tell him to stop. So I just read the number <laughs> yeah, one. The two angels arrive. Okay. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway to the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. Ass up. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Um, my lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and booty and spend the night and then go on your way early in the morning. I ad-libbed a little bit. No, they answered. We will spend the night in the square. Sounds pretty dangerous. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know why. I'm they just gonna to sleep play. on the ground in the yeah, middle of the city. Because everyone knows that the safest part of any town <laughs> is the town square. Go ahead. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. They say because unleavened bread, because Jews at that time weren't supposed to eat bread with yeast. I don't know if they still aren't, but How yeah. does it, it doesn't rise. It's just like I, a flat piece of pastry. I don't know, Paul. <laughs> it's unleavened bread. That's exactly what it is. It's flat pastry. It's nice and crisp. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so we can have sex with them. 
Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. But you can take my daughters, and you can do whatever you want. Whatever I you don't want. care. I got two you virgins. Wanna, you want to gangbang, you want to run a train, you want to spit roast them, I don't care. But just don't touch these men, because that's a sin. Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play the judge. We'll treat you worse than them. We'll fucking spit roast you, too. They kept bringing <laughs> pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. <clears throat> but the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. Then they, stru- they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness so that they could not find the door. So these motherfuckers are crawling around on all fours. They're all fucking sucking back, dick. That's and they all are just doing. trying to, they're coming for that dick. So, you know what? They're just like, you know what? There's one motherfucker in the town like, I'm the fucking angels. Come, come the, the angels <laughs> over here, like, motherfucker. Angels right here, boys. Get <laughs> over here. Come get this. The two men said to Lot, do you have anyone else here, sons-in-laws, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here, because we are going to destroy this place. Why does the Bible have splits in the middle of the sentences? Why is 12 here and 13 here? I don't know. That's just that's how the verse is. Those are verses. I don't know why. So a verse starts because we are going to destroy this place? That's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense. Um, the outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law who were pledged to marry his daughter. So his, his, his sons-in-laws who were pledged to marry his daughter. So his daughters that he just offered up to the whole town. He goes to the guys that were supposed to get him and like, hey guys, uh, do you want to come? How would you feel if like your father-in-law like gave away your fiance like his daughter his daughter like, to the whole what? town i like, just got i just tried to get your my daughter your, your future, future wife, wife to be gang banged but we're i'm still get, cool huh <laughs> we're still cool and you're gonna get out of the city with me right. because you are a man and you are inherently superior to my daughter yeah so lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law and he said and he said Hurry and get hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his son in law sons in law thought he was joking. Which is fair. <laughs> <laughs> With the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lot, saying, Hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you'll be swept away when the city is punished. Did it get burnt? What are they gonna get swept is there a flood? Yes, it's how how no fire and brimstone. Rain Why did he say swept away? You get burnt. Swept it just away means swept away. It no, means that you get carried make away. The Bible does not even make sense. Oh, is this the part that doesn't make sense? Okay. <laughs> as soon as they had brought... Hang on. Before we move on. So, so if you're following, I think you are. It's, this this is the NIV version because we used... Um, There's different versions? Of the Bible, yes. Uh, so this is the um, the sinner's version, if you want my honest opinion. Um, but it's, it explains more. So, you know, you got Lot. He's there. The angels come. Lot offers his virgin daughters. The men of the city crawl around blind trying to find some dick to suck. And um, Lot's trying to get everyone out. Um, the thing about the story, which I was telling Paul before the episode, the sad thing about Lot offering up his daughters is not even the first time that someone offered up someone else to be raped. It's nope. not that even the first time this story is happened. Well, no. There's a second time this hap- this story 
happens twice in the Bible. It's a favorite story of the writers. So there's a story in Judges. It's one of my favorite stories. You know what? This was written as erotica, and people took it way too seriously. <laughs> yeah, I got way, decided to make a whole religion about it. They should have just been jerking off to it, honestly. It was literally written as an erotica. This could have been an episode on Game of Thrones. It could have been a whole season. So in the book of Judges, what happens is there's a guy traveling, and he's got his concubine, which is a mistress, you know, his mistress with him. And, um, well, it's really a sexual slave, depending on how you look at it. But yeah, it's a sexual slave, a sex slave. And so he's traveling. He decides he's going to make camp on the side of the road. And an old guy comes by. He's like, hey, uh, you shouldn't stay here. This part of the city is not safe at night. Come stay at my house. So the guy, the stranger, the foreigner, and his, his uh, sex slave go with the old guy to the old guy's house. They're there. All Again, the story. All the men of the city come up and they're like, hey... Uh, what's going on? We heard you got some fresh meat in there. Send this guy out. We're going to fuck him. Old guy's like, hey, don't do this. This guy's a stranger. He's just trying to pass through. Leave him alone. Minutes later, you're like, no, we want to fuck this guy. So the old guy's like, look, he, or the, the stranger is like, look, I've got a sex slave. How about you guys take her? Have some fun. Do what you want. Sends her out. And the men of the city, and different, the men of the city do take the girl and all night they rape her and they beat her. Check out the book of Judges. You'll love it. Um, they rape her, they beat her, they abuse her. She manages to crawl back to the steps of the of the, the house, falls dead on the steps. Stranger guy wakes up the next morning, literally says he walks over her body and he's like, Hey, come on, ho, let's go. And she doesn't get up. He goes over, she's dead. So now stranger guy is angry because they just killed his sex slave and how fucking dare they after he was so kind to lend her to all the men of the city how dare you so rude they do these people just have no social etiquette so he takes the girl and he hacks her up into 11 pieces and there's 12 tribes of israel he was in the tribe of benjamin you know, he was the original oprah you get an arm and you get an arm and you get a <laughs> You get, a leg and you get an ass cheek. Um, yeah, so he locks her up into eleven because there's twelve tribes of Israel. He was visiting the tribe of Benjamin, so he sends her body to the other eleven tribes of Israel, and he's like, "Hey, look what the fuck the guys in the tribe of Benjamin did. They fucking killed my sex slave. I mean, and I this cut isn't her up right. In, I mean, I cut her up into pieces, <laughs> but they killed her. I fought, cut her up into pieces after lending her out to be killed. Um, this isn't right. So all the people in Israel came together and killed." All the men in this one tribe because of what they had done. So my point is that this story is told throughout the Bible. It's it's not like this was a real, like, this is a story that's told mm -hmm. again and again because it's not special or original or real. It's just a story that's really fun. I just want to point out that they put straight sex in as much as a sinful light as they do gay sex. What basically. Do you mean? Oh, oh, because, yeah. The They're like, wow, this city was so terrible. We have to kill everybody because they were gay. Wow, this city is so terrible because they raped women. They're so terrible. Let's exactly. kill the city. It's the same thing. Huh. Which one do they fucking pick on, though? Which one do they decide is the wrong one? <clears throat> the sodomites. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so back to Lot. So Lot's got everybody together, and he's sneaking out of the city. And I'll pick it up. Oh, no, actually, you pick it up. And so, uh, so the angels are with him. And verse 17. Oh. As soon as they had brought them out, one of them said, Flee for your lives! Don't look back and don't stop anywhere on the plain. Flee to the mountains or you will be swept away. But Lot said to them, No, my lords, please. Your servant has found favor in your eyes and you have shown great kindness to me in my sparing life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me and I'll die. So dramatic. <laughs> Fucking gay. Look here is a town. Look. 
Here is a town near enough to run to, and it is small. Let me flee to it. It is very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared, and that's why they didn't send him up. He said to him, Very well, I will grant this request too. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee there quickly, because I cannot do anything until you reach it. This is why the town is, was called Zor. Right. I'm really lost. I don't know. So, what yeah, I did. I just went into the whole thing about lots being like, I don't want to run to the mountains. It's just so much work climbing over all those rocks. Can I just go to the town next door? And they're like, fine. What the fuck? Get to the town. But whatever you do, don't look back. But first, 26 of chapter 19. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. So it's, just very, it's a very erratic story, right? Because we go from this young guy who moves into a back? city... I, we don't... I'm so confused. I, no, I'm confused myself. It's just like, it goes, this young guy moves to the city, enjoys the city life. God comes down and is like, I'm going to fucking destroy the city. Lots and comes there, sends his two angels. All the men of the city decide they're going to rape these two angels. They refuse the free virgins. Lot gets out. The angels just give a last minute and don't turn out. As if the story wasn't already like... Chaotic. Chaotic enough. The writers decide, and then his wife turns into a pillar of salt. Okay. I guess. You know that fucking salt you're putting on your steak right now? That's Lot's wife. You're eating Lot's wife. Good fucking job, cannibal. (laughs) Another fucking sin. That's right. Who cares at this point? So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham and brought Lot out of the catastrophe and overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Lot and his two daughters left Zor and settled in the mountains. So he ended up in the mountains anyways. Um, and the two lived in a cave. Oh, we did, I can't even find the best part. And he and his two daughters lived in a cave. And one day the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old and there is no man around here to give us children, as is the custom all over the earth. Let's get our father to drink wine and then sleep with him and preserve our family line through our father. And that night they got their father to drink wine and the older daughter went in and slept with him. He was not aware of it when she lay down. And the next day the older daughter said to the younger, last night I slept with daddy and now it's your turn. That's essentially what she said. So that night they got their father to drink wine again and the younger daughter went in and slept with him and again he was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up i'm sorry but there's no way you're not aware of it you ha- as you have to be you have to have a boner it has yeah. to be hard but you, i mean unless you have you, you ever woke up with a boner yes well, yeah but i'm i would know if something was going on you can't just not know he was drunk and he was super tired. He had to climb all those mountains after running away from a, fi- a city that's being burnt with fire and brimstone. And his wife was turned into a pillar. I, the know, man was exalted. If I was Dawson. that tired, I would not be able to get him out. This would not happen. <laughs> There's no way that it would fucking you'd be able to get hard. No. I mean, but honestly, he this probably... This is the part he, of the Bible that doesn't make sense this, to everyone. This is the part. He probably woke up, like, looked in one eye, and then just let it happen. I mean, he probably did. I mean, everybody in the Bible was a sinner, so... Everybody. I don't even tell you, there was so much sex in the in the Bible. So both his daughters, essentially what happens is both his daughters uh, end up getting pregnant. And uh, because of that, uh, Saul, or uh, Lot, became the father of the Ammonites, which was a group of people in the Bible. So... Uh, the thing about, so that's, the, so first of all, that is the biblical story of the, of Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, a couple of the interpretations. 
So first of all, there's people that say that um, the sin in Sodom was not the men trying to rape the angels, but it was actually their inhospitality. So there, just let everyone in your household. I don't care what exactly. You just is. you have whatever happens. You have to be a hospitable person. Isn't Hoosier hospitality Indiana? Hoosier hospitality. Hoosiers that's are the slogan. least hospitable. Well, version. our slogan is Hoosier hospitality, which is that we're really friendly to people. No, they're not. They may say hi on the street, but then they'll be like, they'll "Well, be they like, think Fuck they're you. super friendly and they take it serious, real serious." And the truth, what we can get from that is that the real sodomites are people that are not gracious to you when you visit their home. So that aunt that's always a little rude to you, she's a sodomite. That's what I can say. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, and we've all been sodomites at some point or another. I've never been a sodomite. <laughs> you've never, yeah, you've always been friendly to people that come to your house. Yeah. What about the uh, <laughs> What about the Jehovah Witnesses? I invite them in. We have a nice cup of tea <laughs> every you're time. Like, you're like, listen, I w- typically I don't want to hear your line of bullshit, but I don't want to be a sodomite, so I'm going to have you into my home so you can tell me. So when someone comes knocking, you better let them in, or you're going to be a sodomite. Yeah, that's what that, we know. That's, that's what happens. Yeah, so that's one interpretation. Other people say that sodomite, the term sodomites means uh, sexual slaves of the temple. I didn't research enough into that, uh, maybe in a future episode. But um, I I guess that's essentially what the Catholic Church has, so... Yeah, I mean... And we know that place is riddled with sodomites. Absolutely. All over. They're left and right. They're fucking... They're the ones running it. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so now you know directly from the source itself. This is that's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, and that is the term that's been used to repress. Yeah, to repress, belittle, mm-hmm. control, yeah, destroy. Exactly. Show prejudice against the queer community for thousands of years. People are like, "Well, you don't want to be a sodomite," but uh, now we. You know what? That hap- the exact same story happened to straight people, but this is the <laughs> one we're gonna pick on. Yeah, exactly. Which I guess if you could argue then is that because it also happened to a straight couple, maybe it was uh, it was about hospitality. Maybe, but I still don't get why everybody's getting around wanting to fuck the new guy. I yeah, uh, I. You know what? It's... They've all been fucking their cousins for years, <laughs> and they're tired of it. They're tired of it. You try fucking the same guy every single night, which. I guess you do. I have but, no problem with it, but these people, let me tell you, they, they were over it. They didn't have anything going for them. They were raising their sheep and cows, eating sand. They had their cousins to have sex with. Mm-hmm. That's that was their life. That was so it. So this new person came in, and they were like, "Wow, let's all fucking gang rape." Everybody them. get it. They're just they're all sitting at the bar when they're like, "Hey, I heard a new guy came in town." There's right? nothing wrong with the fact that it's gang rape. No, it's it's that in this one yeah. instance. Mm-hmm. It was the guys wanted to fuck another guy. Yeah. You know, they gang ranked this woman. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Mm-mm. They murdered this woman. That's fine. Don't yeah. worry about that. But this one instance of men wanting to fuck another man, that's where everything goes wrong. And that's that, where the downfall and be, well, society Well, because they refused from. the daughters. If they had just taken the daughters, If they had it just taken fine. the daughters, spit, roasted her, killed her, split her in half, and then <laughs> chopped them up into 11 pieces each and sent them That would have been fine. We would have never even heard the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. But because they were like, when the de- when Lot was like, take my two virgin daughters, and like, we don't want your virgin daughters. That was it. That changed the trajectory of everything. That was it. They would have just been that unknown story in the book of Judges that nobody else knows except for me. I read it so many times. It was my only, like, that was my, o- the Bible was the only, like, really tantalizing stuff that I had. 
That's the Bible what, was your porn. It was my porn. I couldn't read real porn. My parents, like, they looked through my books. If there was anything that had it, the slightest bit of pornography, romance, anything, it would I would not romance, but like real romance, it would have been taken away. Any queer stories would have been taken away. But I got them all through the Bible. So thanks, mom and dad. Appreciate you. You've made me <laughs> the trans man that I am today. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, yeah. A sodomy circus. Sodomy circus. Gotta love it. Yeah. They're riding their little unicycle. Every time the wheel turns, it's like um, the guy goes up and down. Like, <laughs> Comes up and down on the dildo. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we hope you appreciate that. Just a little bit of a kind of a fun episode. You can, uh, your recommended resource for the day is the Bible, uh, the book of Genesis. <laughs> you never thought you'd hear that. <laughs> um, we also did find, um, a website when I was looking for stuff called, uh, it's a, it's a Christian website called Never Thirsty. <laughs> So if you if you if you want to read your Bible online, you can go to neverthirsty.org and you can read all the Bible that you want, you thirsty bitches. They even have a little link called Seeking God mm. and a Bible Q and A. So good, you know. good. Um, and I, we will say that it is not queer friendly, but it's a lot of fun. If you want to just laugh at the website name, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Neverthirsty.org. <laughs> read all the Bible you can online. They even throw in their own opinions for you because. Why not? They're never thirsty. So they got the best opinions. The They've b- never once wanted to have sex. The owners, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Bible explicitly describes. They even have a tab called About Christ. They will tell you mm. everything you need to know about mm-hmm. Christ because they know everything. This, this is the, this expert they have on uh, the, the, the sin of Sodom. The Bible explicitly describes the homosexual act. There is no doubt that God does not approve of this sexual behavior. The passage of 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10 is very explicit. Can we talk about the fact that the passage is 69? <laughs> 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. Yes, it says 69. And it is very explicit because it includes both the receiving and giving partners. <laughs> yes, the top or the bottom, you're still a sinner. Exactly. So, it did, yeah, <laughs> for all those people that thought tops weren't sinners, they even they break are. it down. They've got different examples. Like, oh, this yeah. Is, this is. <laughs> <laughs> like, Since the passage is trans- translated different by various Bibles, here are several examples. <laughs> so, we can prove to you how right we are. There are two different Greek words that describe homosexual behaviors in 1 Corinthians 69. 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They got a whole big thing in here. Wow. Um, they've got like it's it's broken down pretty nice. I'll give it to that. They got like a conclusion. They've got references, suggested links. Mm-hmm. So if you're thirsty, you can go to Never Thirsty, and you can uh, you have a good laugh. You can have a good laugh. You can learn about yourself. Uh, don't do it if it's going to trigger you. But if you're in a good mental state and you want to laugh know, like I do, yeah, you want to show your your friends the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Neverthirsty.org. We're giving you guys. We're giving these homophobes some free traffic, but. Uh, Whatever. Um, but thanks for joining us today, guys. Um, next week, we've got some more good queer content, and we think we're going to be able to have a guest on. Fingers crossed. Um, but it's looking good. Um, Stay queer. Don't get a lobotomy. You second and safest. We love you, our allied hookers, and we hope you all enjoy a good sodomy circus today. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you are listening and follow us on social media at Your Queer Story. Like what you heard? 
Want to share your story? Send us a voice message to add to the podcast from the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash yourqueerstory. And if you would like to support the work we do or get exclusive content, check us out on patreon.com slash yourqueerstory. See you next week. Bye. Bye.